It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud talk radio network on iHeartRadio, where you will hear the voice of freedom, the out loud truth. I'm your host, Mary Fanning, and with me, my co-host, Dr. Mike Shore, Colonel Mike, and the great General Thomas McInerney. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you, Thank you So today we're looking at all the things that are taking place, and it's uh, a, quite an array. Uh, General, can you find anything good that's happening before us? Well, <clears throat> I'm not sure it's good, Mary, but there's a lot, lot of things going on. Some of the things are good. Uh, and that's what it's becoming more obvious that uh, President Biden accepted bribes from the, uh, in this particular case, it's both China and the Ukrainians. And that's becoming more obvious, particularly that uh, WhatsApp text message that just came out in which Hunter said that he was sitting with his father. He sent it to Henry Zhao and uh, demanded that they uh, respond to their commitment and which the bank records show that $5 million, I believe it was, uh, was immediately deposited into one of uh, Hunter's secret bank accounts. So that that is good news. We're firming that up, that we have a president that is uh, guilty of uh, bribery. And we also have some good news because it's no longer Hunter Biden's laptop. It is showing the corruptness in the FBI who had the laptop five years ago. And uh, they did not report it before the 2020 election, which would have, so they influenced the 2020 election in another way, in addition to the cheating that went on with hammer and scorecard and mail-in ballots, et cetera. But it also shows that the FBI was corrupt as well as the Department of Justice. We have an attorney general, Merrick Garland, that is lying to the American people and he's getting special giving special treatment to Hunter for uh, from his father's Department of Justice. So all these things we may, uh, I think we can imply it's good news, but until something is done and people are headed uh, accountable for it, then that's not the real good news. So we need accountability. Yeah, we need accountability. Uh, we have these, these 17 recordings beyond the money transfers, beyond the attorney general lying, beyond Jack Smith and uh, what's come out about him. Uh, Colonel Mike, are you seeing this any differently? Are you seeing any, um, beyond the evidence that's before us, we also have a Department of Justice and attorney general that are covering up and hiding these criminal activities as they have been doing since before this, the 2020 election. Well, I like I said to Dr. Mike, I think it was yesterday, the day before I said, you know, if you want to talk about obstruction of justice, just last week, we had two great IRS whistleblowers come forth and say they were stopped and blocked 
and they couldn't go forward with this because we had an election. I mean, that's that's my my paraphrase. It was election. But I mean, how much more do we have to face with this government, with our Republican Party, with our Congress, with our Senate? You have people telling you they were blocked. They could have brought charges. They could have gotten him. But, you know, the government, the judicial department, the FBI, they ran cover for the Bidens and they're still running cover for the Bidens. So I turned that right over to my co-host, Dr. Mike. Yeah, well, it's, that, that's certainly all true. And the, it goes so far beyond that, too. It goes on. Beyond, it goes to where they're they're intentionally destroying the U.S. military. Um, they're conducting something like 2000 survey flights over the East Coast, the West Coast and Texas in the last uh, 60 days. And, and no one seems quite sure what they're about. Um, uh, Biden is, is issued an executive order that orders the military to contract with, with gun makers and buy up all the civilian arms that they, they can gather. The, this country is under siege. It's not the threat from the Soviets. It's not the threat from the Chinese. It's the threat from the Democratic Party and the various slave groups that answer to them. Yeah, it's, it's pretty breathtaking, isn't it, that we see uh, everything that's taking place before us, the open borders uh, running across our Chinese military. We also have all those uh, documents and passports at the back at the border and it, uh, that are being found all over that, that show that they're from Venezuela. But we know that the Venezuelan ambassador, while he was in Iraq, was giving false identities to terrorists for years. So we have no idea who's coming into our country and what's about to befall us. I, I think we have an idea, Mike and Mary and General McInerney. I think we have an idea. We have an idea. Certain people in America, people who are paying attention, people who have experience, we have an idea. But they have people in a comatose state. You know, they got drag queen parties. They got Pride Month. They got people thinking about sports and Netflix. And here comes the summer. And again, I'm going to say it for the, I don't know, why, Mike, is this the 10th or 12th time? Everybody's going to be out there on July 4th. <clears throat> We're going to hear Lee Greenwood, I'm proud to be. How could you be proud to be an American now? How can you? You have an open border. You're wearing a uniform. McInerney, you, you, you did a whole career. You, you, you were in the highest positions as, as a lieutenant uh, general. And, and how could you be proud when our borders are porous, wide open? We're sending hundreds of billions to the Ukraine. We want to defend NATO and the Ukraine. How do you stand there on July 4th and watch the fireworks as our country is not just under siege, has a coup and under siege, okay? And people are just in a comatose state because we've accepted it. COVID put it into high speed. And now you're going to have these guys who are life, lifetime, the volunteer army lifetime wait, waiting for retirements, just like the FBI guys are like, well, you know, I got the mortgage. I got the car payment. I got the kids in college. Yeah. But the whole country's being invaded. And like you say, we don't know who's coming in, but we do know who's coming in. The other people don't know who's coming in. Okay. But there are people coming in that could do a lot of danger. And like Mike says, they're buying up this. We got Eagle Pass, which Michael Yan has outed with all of these, what they look like mini barracks or concentration camps. Well, are they putting their guys in there, young guys? Because maybe 
the Americans won't shoot Americans, but foreigners will be happy to do so. I mean, we got to go a little bit deeper on this, Mary. Oh, I think that that's a natural inclination to think that that's exactly what they're doing. Because after all, we're talking about uh, his puppet master, uh, Barack Obama, who we all know, his mentor, Frank Marshall Davis, when asked who his two most admired people were, were Hitler and Stalin. So if people cannot extrapolate from that to the totalitarian movement that's taking place in our government, then they're blind, deaf, and dumb. Or they've been educated in America. <laughs> well, we've had, we've had democracy uh, for so many years where the American people have not necessarily had to fight for it. And uh, what uh, Colonel Mike was mentioning, Michael Yan has shown <clears throat> these camps, the number of Chinese coming across the border, and these are, are young men of military age and that coming across without families are moving into these camps. And there is, I believe, a course of action, a possibility that we are going to have 100,000 Chinese in America of military age that can become a fighting force. And if you look at our nuclear deterrent bases, they are not designed to be defended against the ground force. And this ground force could easily move from those camps up to our missile fields and neutralize our land-based missiles as well as our airborne missiles. We will still have our, our sea launch ballistic missiles but that changes the calculus entirely. And so this administration, we are facing a, a, an invisible treason going on with the Biden administration and the puppet master, Barack Hussein Obama. Uh, it is a major problem. Our military is confused. They're teaching critical race theory and all these things. They're War reserve munitions are being sent off to um, the Ukraine, and it'll take anywhere from 10 to 15 years to replace some of those stocks, our production rates. So we have some very concerning things going on in America that every American listening to this program uh, should understand they're going to have to play a role and play a role because it goes back to the election in 2020. And uh, nobody wants to talk about it. There are two people that talk about it. Uh, President Trump and Carrie Lake from Arizona. She's a fighter. The other Republicans just caved in the 2022 election. When I mentioned before that five Republicans won Senate seats in New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, and Nevada. Yet those people did not fight. Now, Carrie Lake fought and is fighting in uh, Arizona and, and I would say moderately successful, but the rest just caved like a cheap suit, took their money that they'd raised and moved off. An example is Fetterman. John Fetterman from Pennsylvania can't even carry on a conversation, let alone know how to dress. He wears a hoodie into the Senate and on the Capitol Hill, and he's, he's clueless. He's a doofus. Yeah, and he had 330,000 votes stolen uh, from uh, Dr. Oz, 
and put into his account using hammer and scorecard. And yet, Dr. Oz did not demand an audit. An audit would immediately discover that. So all these things are going against us with the open borders, as we've been talking about. That uh, And we have this hidden, invisible treason going on in America that is the worst challenge to our republic and our constitution ever. The Civil War, World War I and World War II do not compare to the internal threat, the domestic threat that we are facing today. General, the, the enemy is hiding in plain sight. It's simple. They're in plain sight. A shout out to all Americans, whatever race, whatever nationality. Okay, you all got fooled with the transformation of America. It was great, the first black president, two terms, and you're still indoctrinated. You think it's a big comeback. Maybe Mikey's coming back, who knows, right? You don't know what's gonna happen, but guess what? You're not gonna survive this. We either stick together and shut this down because you're not gonna survive this. Americans are too weak. The Chinese coming in should concern everyone. Military age, Chinese, Afghans, might continue on this one, Afghans and others coming over the border, there's no, there's no match in America. You're going to be watching Netflix. You're going to have the, uh, what do they call those things at the football, uh, football, you know, where you, you hang out at the end of the pickup truck and you do the barbecue. Tailgating. Right? Tailgating. And then you're going to do on July 4th, another Lee Greenwood. I'm proud to be an American. How could you be proud to be an American when you have an open border? You know, where's all the cowboys? Where's all the guys in uniform? What about the guys that retired? How about you go down there and get deputized? Just tell them, hey, it's our border, too. It's maybe your state, but it's our border. We've been screaming this for months now. But you know what? When they start looking for the weapons, there's a reason. When they put 87,000 agents, there is a reason. Because once they try to take your weapons away, then it's over. What's it's it called, Mary? What's it called? Game Game what? Game over. Game. No, you have another statement. That's always good. Check that. I don't know. I got to look it up. <laughs> I'm not sure. But Colonel Mike, I think one of the important things is game this, set match. <laughs> oh, game set match. Exactly. Yeah. But what we're also looking at is while we have this enormous number of Chinese military coming over, we also have to acknowledge that there are 330,000 Chinese uh, in our in our universities. They don't get to come into this country unless the CCP approves them. Exactly. They're, we know that. That's been going. But that's been country. going. That's been going on ten years, Mary. The university is 10 years. OK, I, I, it just it's it's been going on long. This thing is different. No country, especially a country of our size in our republic, allows an open border unless there's a reason. And the reason is the treason. The treason is the reason. OK, that's good. It. That's where we are. Go ahead. The treason is the reason is exactly right. But no one's calling out this this. Uh, treasonous administration. They're talking about, you know, it's a conspiracy theory. No, this is a conspiracy to destroy the United States of America. Beyond that, the Chinese have moved into Cuba. They have built their infrastructure, their Navy at Freeport in the Bahamas as well. They are at both ends of the Panama Canal. Thank you, Jimmy Carter, longtime communist, as was his mother and his sister. You know, so what we're looking at right now is uh, what's been in the shadows for years coming to, coming to the fore, it revealing itself. And that goes right to these communist Democrats who have been involved in this conspiracy 
for generations. And keep in mind, Dr. Mike, you know this better than anyone. How did how did they ever let with the, the failure in Afghanistan? How did they let the Taliban pick 200,000 to come into this country, say that there are translators when in fact none of them could speak English? Uh, so as we go into this commercial, uh, Dr. Mike, I really hope to hear your insights on this and what you saw there and what the American people need to know about the enemy that we're facing. All right. We're going to go to the commercial first. We're going to take a quick commercial break and then we'll come back. And please, I hope you'll open up and, right. and tell us what we're looking at, who we're going to be fighting with All our right. dish rags. <laughs> so after this commercial break, we'll be back in American people. You had better wait. You will be dying on your knees if you don't understand what's coming. So after this commercial break, the National Security will be back with Dr. Mike Shore. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Welcome back to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud talk radio network on iHeartRadio, where you will hear the voice of freedom, the out loud truth, perhaps the only one that you will hear. Dr. Mike Shore, please continue and tell us, what are we looking at? What is coming our way? Well, the, the, the question was about uh, the 200,000 or more Afghans that were brought into this country. And um, I, my own suspicion is that many of them were from the Taliban. 
Many of them were also trained by the U.S. Special Forces. The Special Forces are always the ones that are out there saying, well, you know, they fought side by side by, for us and they ought to uh, have a right to get away from whatever the threat that was coming. My own guess is that Afghans never change. Afghans are among the most courageous, brave, and, and uh, street smart or mountain smart people in the world. They're also the most devious. They're also the most, um, um, many, in many ways, reprehensible. And I think the people they brought in here are, are for an entirely different reason than anything to do with humanitarian aid. They're apparently in camps north of Fort Hood in Texas, many of them. And uh, they, of course, have no portable skills except uh, almost a God-given gift for insurgency and uh, uh, a willingness, uh, a like, like uh, a fondness for fighting. They're, they're not people who will take surrenders. Uh, not many people surrender to them because they know they'll just be killed, so they die fighting. But the mess we made in Afghanistan was, again, uh, uh, self-inflicted. We were fighting Afghans who are tough, murderous, resourceful, uh, but their armament included no aircraft, no uh, modern artillery for the most part. Um, certainly no Navy. And we spent 20 years trying not to kill innocents, what we thought were innocents, and uh, building uh, some kind of a democratic modern state in a country that loathes the idea from top to bottom. So we've angered those people. And uh, if, if it was purely humanitarian type of, of uh, evacuation, maybe there would be some hope that some of those wouldn't, wouldn't turn against us. But I suspect that there isn't a lot of that. And those people are there uh, for what they like the most next to Allah, and that's money. And if the, if the government has money to pay them to fight and kill Americans, it's no, it's no skin off of their nose. So I would be very, very leery of having those people in this country and having absolute silence from the government um, uh, and, and from the military about what their, what their uh, um, background, what do their papers show? Do they have any papers? Um, it's, it's a very, very dicey thing for the Americans to have done this and a, and a very stupid thing, unless, of course, your government was planning to use them against Americans. Well, Mac, let me jump in a minute. We also spent 20 years for, you know, perfecting the drug trade. Let's be honest now. A lot of people didn't want to say it. A lot of people didn't know about it, including you. I don't think you, you thought that much about the drug trade as you did about terrorism. But, you know, for 20 years, you know, that was drug trade central. And uh, the drug money wasn't just for the Taliban or the Afghanis or the Pakistanis. You know, we now know a lot more than we did, you know, years ago, who benefited from the drug trade. It wasn't just street gangs and cartels. It's high level government people. And that's that was off, you know, off off books money kind of thing, off off budget or off offline money. Well, so, I, can, 
Let me tell you, I ran uh, covert operations in Afghanistan against uh, drug traffickers for about two and a half years. And uh, no one wanted to do uh, anti-narcotics in this government, really. Nobody at the senior level. But the major target we had was not, what did they used to call it in Southeast Asia? Um, It wasn't Burma and the other ones there. The major problem was heroin coming out of Afghanistan. And I had the Golden Triangle, Mike. Golden Golden Triangle. Triangle. Yeah. Yeah. The the major problem drug wise was uh, uh, Afghanistan and heroin. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I'm going to make numbers up. Say I had uh, $10 million to use in a covert program. And uh, say two million dollars to use in gathering intelligence about uh, other other things than co- that were covered by covert action. The covert action that the Congress produced, the guideline was it was for Southeast Asia use. It couldn't be used in Afghanistan. So we had that much money, uh, say ten million dollars, to use against. Uh, a, a threat that was declining from the Golden Triangle. We had $2 million to use against a thriving industry uh, producing heroin that was going around the world as quick as could be and making a fortune for that people that eventually we, we fought. So, the, the, again, it goes back to what the government, I, don't, I didn't write uh, uh, the legislation that provided that money. I didn't uh, have anything to do with it. No one at the agency except the seventh floor had anything to do with it. And when we argued that the theater of operations for anti-narcotics was really slipping very quickly away from the Golden Triangle to uh, Afghanistan, there was no one on the seventh floor who was willing to go back to Congress and say, listen, of that $10 million covert action, we have to use five of it against Afghanistan, and here are the reasons. So they were perfectly content before 9-11 to let the problem in Afghanistan grow uh, uh, significantly. And at the same time, it was funny to see the, Af- the Iranians were fighting tooth and nail along their border in the south against the Afghan heroin traffickers. So we sat on our royal duffs and did nothing, basically. And at the same time, the Iranians were bleeding, losing people, losing military and police people to try to stop the flow of narcotics into their country from Afghanistan. So it's a sad story all around. It's an unnecessarily sad story because there was nothing in Afghanistan that we needed to be there for. Um, the damage we did over 20 years could have been done in about six months from the air. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it, it's just a it's just a nonsense. Uh, to Mike, have uh, Mike, I know a little bit about what you're talking about, but a different area in the Golden Triangle, which was uh, run by Kunsa, who was the head of the Shans. The Shans were the minority group. They have many minority groups in northwest Burma. Uh, Kunsa had a had a price on his head for two million dollars back in the 80s and early 90s. So it was always said that, you know, whoever catches Kunsa gets two million. Well, Kunsa used to fly in and out of Thailand, enjoy life, go to the hospitals, get surgeries, 
And we had a DEA budget probably much bigger than what you're talking about yeah. at the time. Uh, but he was he was in and out. The the Thai police, the Thai military on top of him all the time. He was escorted in. He was escorted out. The At that time, the DEA had dark sunglasses. There was a lot of things they couldn't see or they didn't want to see. And once in a while, you'd get a, a nice burning. They'd, t- they'd find 100 kilos of heroin somewhere in the jungle of Burma and say, oh, look at this capture. Look at this. Because you could have shut down Khun Sa. He was easy to take out. The other ethnic minorities were close to him. The other ethnic minorities flew into the United States of America. They met with U.S. congressmen. They said, look, you want them? We don't want two million. They didn't want the money. They didn't want the reward. They said, just give us weapons to fight the Burmese. They wanted weapons in turn. They said, we'll hand you Kunsar on a platter. The U.S. government, we, we got as high as the acting director of the FBI. And when everybody was in the room, a phone call came and the meeting was shut down. Shut down. Okay. And heroin was still flowing into this country and children became drug addicts because you can't upset the apple cart, Mike. That's another agency. Yeah. And if you if you shut Look, it down. Guys, Colonel, Colonel Mike. Go ahead, sir. Let me interrupt. That is history. The issue we're facing now is, which I think we're leading into the borders. And we had 107,000 young Americans killed last year. And that means we are losing due to fentanyl. Uh, and that, that's the same rate that at the height of World War II, we were having killed in action. This year, it's going to be, I understand it, upwards of 200,000 young Americans are predicting are Maybe going to more. die. Maybe more. Maybe more. And so, and, and this administration has said not one word to President Xi Jinping. Our president hasn't said anything about it. They are not doing anything about stopping the flow. And, the, uh, and the re- one of the reasons, I believe, is the cartels are paying off the Democratic Party. And the Democratic Party, it came out of uh, the Arizona election, uh, that, that they were getting drug mo- money, the Democrats. And so they are supporting this open attack on young Americans. And we have, in a, and it's basically the... Uh, uh, act that the Chinese have promulgated of unrestricted warfare, gaining global dominance without fair by using massive biological attack. That's how the Chinese intend to gain global domination. And the drugs is the third wave, the first COVID-19, which was deliberate, it all came out of Wuhan. We helped fund it. And number two, the VAX, the impact on the VAX Americans, because we made it mandatory. And, and now the third wave on uh, biological warfare is fentanyl. Wake up, America. Yeah, this is unrestricted warfare, General. And uh, we've been watching this Uh, And people should understand, look back at history, understand how they took China. They used the opium wars to to put in the people like Mao that uh, killed 100 million of their own people. What's coming to America is no different than the Bolshevik War, what took place, the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia, and when they put Mao in place in China. 
and they are coming for the United States and her people. So it's also her people that they're coming for. And until people understand that's what we're we're looking at, uh, this is not going to go well for us. Well, I, exactly. I, yeah, I think that's exactly right. And if you know, the one thing about looking at history a little bit is it becomes clearer in retrospect what they were doing. And I'll just give you one quick example. The money that was allocated by the Congress and the, the uh, expensed by the, uh, the uh, uh, executive branch for the Afghans when they were fighting the Soviets, there were three Afghan uh, organizations that were very, very dependable, very effective militarily, and very um, fierce. There were four other ones that uh, were given money and the, and the State Department be, insisted they would give them money, basically because their leaders could speak English, wore suits when they met the dips. And, and we funded four groups that basically sold the weapons we gave them and were also involved in narcotics uh, uh, trafficking. So you go all the way back to 1979, and you're looking at a, a national a federal government that proceeded to uh, use uh, money in Afghanistan to further uh, narcotics production. In, but they covered it by claiming that these four people who wore suits were all going to be Jeffersonian Democrats. It's a long, long history. And it's uh, anything that's been active for that long is hard to overturn because there's so many people involved in it. I think that's one problem we haven't discussed, that there really can be, if we, if we survive at this government, that everyone who's been hired by Obama or Biden has to be removed from the bureaucracy because they're, they're there only to pursue whatever orders they receive, not from their, their masters, uh, in the in the agency, but from democratic uh, people who are sent to the agency to be, um, they, they're given big titles, but basically they're to keep the uh, uh, malcontents that that Obama and Biden put into the government into the bureaucracy, uh, keep them happy and also ready to do things that'll hurt the United States. Spot on, Dr. Mike. Spot on all about the transformation and to this, the destruction of this country. Yes, that's all. That's Obama's whole goal. Yeah, he's been very public about it. He's, it was on the TV the other day urging people only to watch the channels he approves of. Now, I've never, I've never run into somebody who, who was a better speaker, but a dumber and more diabolical person than, than uh, uh, Barack Obama. But his day will come one way or another. Well, if people understood that he was raised in the cult of Sabud, Sabud, his mm -hmm. entire life, and they understood that most of the people that he worked with in his campaign were also out of Sabud, they were connected to the Soviet silver master spiring. But beyond that, Sabud, their secret sacred book is Beelzebub's letter to his grandson, Satan's letters to his grandson. I mean, you can't make this up, but had the mainstream media came forward and told one iota of truth rather than being the smith Munt media who lies, propaganda, brainwashing techniques, uh, maybe we wouldn't be at the place we are today. And this all goes directly to the feet of the, of the mainstream media. 
I, I let us not forget. Yes. Let us not also forget who's behind it with them is the World Economic Forum, the New World Order, the globalists, the big hedge funds. They're supporting the downfall of this country. So there's a time you could pull your money out. Do it now. Go ahead. Please take us into this uh, into the next segment after we hear from our sponsors who support the out loud truth, support our sponsors. They are bringing the truth to you so that you can hear from Intel experts like General McInerney, Dr. Mike, Colonel Mike. It's important that you get to hear that out loud truth on the National Security Hour. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. If you're like me, you'd like life to return to some kind of normal. You're burned out on all the fear-mongering, but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick. You've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals. Use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution. I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, pulvinone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. Now, get yourself a bottle of American-made Cofix RX nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CofixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Use coupon code OUTLOUD and get 20% off. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Welcome back to the National Security Hour on America Out Loud talk radio network. General, there's something that's very disturbing that's underway right now. And you know the foundation of why this is so disturbing. When we brought forward the whistleblowers from AFRICOM and CENTCOM, and they told that the American people were being lied to, they had tracked Suleimani as he went with his forces to kill our people at Benghazi. They were told to destroy the, the information. What people also didn't know is that they were told to hand over our embassy in Cairo that day, and the Marines refused to do it. But all along, they knew that this was Suleimani that went in to Benghazi and killed our people. That's a pretty stunning revelation when people understand that. We wrote about it at the AmericanReport.org. The generals worked with the whistleblowers. They 
took their testimony. They made sure that and understand they came from different uh, skiffs at AFRICOM and CENCOM. They did not know one another, so they couldn't merge their, their information. But what we now know is that something else is taking place. And the House Republicans are laying the groundwork to subpoena top Biden administration officials uh, because they are back revamping their nuclear deals with Iran, which will free up billions of dollars for this regime. You know, a regime that wants to kill us, the big Satan, the little Satan. This is what we're looking at. So we now know that they're looking to uh, subpoena U.S. Iran envoy Robert Malley and the White House National Security aide Brett McGurk. So once again, the Biden administration is looking to arm. Uh, and right now they are what we're told is 60 percent of the way to nuclear arms. <clears throat> I'm assuming they're all the way there. General. Well, Mary, the, the 60% is the 60% enrichment, enrichment that uh, this administration has conceded to uh, the Iranians as they try to reopen this, the old JCPOA, JCPA that uh, the Obama administration had and all the money that was sent to the Iranians that they immediately transferred it into more terrorist activity. Uh, but the danger is, is a nuclear Iran who has declared that they will destroy Israel and the United States. Uh, and, and yet we have an administration, the Biden administration is negotiating with them to cut a deal and to release more dollars, billions of dollars uh, to the Iranians if they come up with some flimsy agreement. And uh, this is just, uh, I can't say how dangerous this is because it's going to force the Israelis to strike the nuclear facilities in Iran uh, by us agreeing to it. And Biden administration is not working closely at all with Netanyahu on this. And it is extremely dangerous what we are facing right now. And yet, Biden administration is prepared to give them another ton load of cash like they did last time, billions of dollars in cash, which has no tracking ability. And we know, don't know where it's going, except we know that it went towards terrorism. So this is very, very dangerous. And frankly, I believe it's unlawfully uh, trying to implement a secret deal with the Iranian terrorist regime. So the Republicans have got to stand hard on this one, in addition to the other things they're doing. Colonel Mike? Well, General McInerney, I, you know, I, I still haven't forgotten that we gave, when Obama was in, they gave $1.3 billion uh, in cash on pallets. And I, I never understood why we gave this money. It was money we owed them or money they had in banks when the Shah was in power. And why would we do that knowing we have down the road some kind of nuclear conflict without having something cemented? What do you think, Dr. Mike? Yeah, well, I'm, I've never been one to, uh, in, in a good in, a, in the right-headed world, I've never been one that believed Iran was much of a threat to us except in the region. And they haven't done a lot against us, did nothing against us. Uh, until we ended up in their backyard in our Afghanistan and uh, Iraq. 
two wars we've lost and, and have still earned their animosity. If the Israelis want to go after him, let them. If they want to hit the Israelis, let them. What is the, what is the point? What importance is Israel to us? There, since 1949, it's been a constant drain of money to them. And, and it didn't even solve the problem. It didn't even come close to solving the problem. Uh, our, our job, the military's job, is to protect the United States. And if it comes to the point when we have to destroy Iraq, Iran to do that, then we will do it. Or when we had an army and a navy and an air force that could do it. But we shouldn't be looking for places to save somebody else's uh, bacon, especially when we can't even save our own. It's, uh, is it diabolical what, what, what they're doing? Yes, it's absolutely diabolical. But the Congress can always uh, alert the administration that there are no more agreements between presidents of countries or leaders of countries that are going to be American law. If, if, it's a, if they want an agreement between countries, it comes as a treaty and it has to go through the Senate. But otherwise, uh, you know, there's no agreement there. there. It's not a binding thing. It's just let Obama pay the rest of it, whatever it was. But I mean, what, what in the hell are we doing? We spent most of this program and many others talking about the, we're circling the drain. But now we have to be worried about money going to Iran, which we do. We, we shouldn't send it. But if it does and, and, and Iran and Israel go at it, well, they've had 60 years to figure out how to get along and they couldn't do it. Maybe it's not going to work ever. Well, uh it's in our interest on allies, uh, Dr. Mike, to support allies. Uh, and, and why we would support Iran, who is not an ally, who is, who is an enemy of the United States by their own admission, and, and who has killed probably upwards of somewhere between five and 10,000 Americans when we were in Iraq, during the Iraqi war. And why would we be sending the, them as Dr. My, as Colonel Mike pointed out, one plus billion dollars under the old JCPOA arrangement and, and now try to revive that and yet leave them at 60% uranium enrichment, which is close. They can quickly make, and, and Mary intimated it, they probably have nuclear weapons. Now, a, a region that has a nation dropping nuclear weapons on allies, in this particular case of Israel, is not good. So why, why are we even supporting them doing this? And uh, Well, Al, you know, General, I, I, I follow your logic, I think, fully. But what in the world, why could you define Israel as an ally or anybody in NATO. They're money grubbers. Indeed, the Jewish American community in, in the United States and its organizations, like the Southern Poverty Law Center and the ADL, are now uh, trying to identify white uh, supremacists, supposedly, which is anybody that believes in Catholicism in the traditional sense, or any white person they dislike. What, what, in, what good thing in, in, in America 
in my lifetime have the, have the Jewish American community supported? Uh, stopping abortion? No, now they wanna say it's a right of their religion. Uh, protecting individual liberty? No, now they're trying to identify all white people as, as some kind of oppressors. And the only solution to it is to get, uh, get them killed. Go to NATO, look at those countries. Those countries all mandated vaccinations. They all treated their people who demonstrated in the street as if they were criminals. The, the, the whole EU was designed to be an authoritarian uh, organization. And Brussels is like uh, uh, the so Soviet Moscow just moved a little bit further west in Europe. Mm -hmm. It's what, what do they supply to us? What, what do they give us? They don't give us manpower. They don't make uh, uh, their NATO commitments until Trump tried to force them to do it. Now, I don't know what's happened since he's gone, but I bet they've fallen. And, and you know, they wouldn't be anywhere near Ukraine if it wasn't for the United States. If anything, they're our vassals. They're not our allies. They're mercenaries in many senses. And, and what Machiavelli said about mercenaries is almost always true. They can't be depended on. And I don't, well, I don't mean to sound angry or disagreeing. I just, I've watched this now for my entire life and I just can't understand our definition of ally. Well, well uh, uh, what I would say is, uh, uh, first of all, on the Israeli organization, Southern Poverty Law Center and uh, the ADL, they're not Israeli organizations. They're American, free Americans. Granted that uh, they well, have that's, a great. That's because agents of a foreign power, if they're working for Israel, don't have to register under the FARA Act. They can do whatever they want. And, and uh, of course, but any other American except Hunter Biden would have had, a, had to register under the FARA Act. But they don't. They're pushing not the interests of America, they're pushing the interests of Israel and the, and the um, uh, interests of the wealthy class in this country. Well, they're certainly dismantling the middle class in this country. And that was part of what um, this COVID virus was, but the virus was always to get to the vaccinations and they knew the damage that the vaccinations would, would cause. So why were they doing that to the American people? I mean, this is a dismantling of, of this country. It's going after its people. This is agenda 2130. And I think that people need to pay very close attention to people like Anthony Blinken, whose father, Donald Blinken, started one of the biggest banks in the world and who funds the Open Society Foundation, Donald Blinken, the man who turned Afghanistan and their rare earth minerals and their strategic air base, Bagram, over to the Chinese. I do not believe that when Antony Blinken went over to China, he was snubbed by Xi. Xi Jinping would have kissed his ring for what he's done to this country in the name of China. So, you know, do not, that's part of this. Kabuki theater, do not believe what they are presenting to you. It's always a Hegelian dialectic to move you in one direction in order to manage the people better. Antony Blinken is the enemy of this country. He's the one who walked out and led what took place in Afghanistan and left our people dead on the ground and handed everything over to China. He has uh, been with Joe Biden for eons. 
understand who these people are. I don't care about what their religion is, but if they're against this country, then they're the enemy of the state. Well, I, you're spot on there, Mary. And, and that's what we are facing. We are facing a, uh, a treason that the United States has never faced before. And uh, it, it is something that the, all that we're wrapping this whole discussion about that uh, what's going on, the invisible treason in America. And all the conspiracy theories have come true. Virtually every one of them have. And the one, the most serious one was the 2020 election in which everyone says it was debunked. There was no uh, corruptness in that election. And yet it is so blatant, we, we're ignoring it. And because of that, we have an administration that is focused on diminishing the global world superpower status of the United States. So there is no stability in the world. And, and the role that we've played since the end of World War II is to maintain stability globally. Uh, and that's the danger of Iran having nuclear weapons will create more instability in the world. And uh, uh, that's why I think it's so serious what they're trying to do to revive the JCPOA. And uh, but again, it is because of this administration, the puppet master, Barack Hussein Obama, started this out in his eight years. And he sent that one plus billion dollars in hard cash on pallets over to the Iranians. Why did he do that? And by the way, that was former Iranian money, Shah money that uh, was in banks that was sequestered. And that's what they want to do is, is send more of that money back. And why is Barack Hussein Obama so intent on doing that? That's the well, question. Because, because as Admiral, your, your good friend, Admiral Ace Lyon said, Obama was here to destroy the United States of America. He destroyed our alliances, all of our allies. That is, now they're taking down the petrodollar the American people don't understand what that's going to do to their the value of the dollar, what that will do to our economy. This is well underway unless we take down these people who are destroying our country. And also, they've lied incessantly. We now know the information that we put out in absolute proof uh, concerning Professor Haldeman. That information has now been released. It's everything that we said it was. It proves that they were, uh, the information on, on the machines, that they were vulnerable, that has now been proven. Um, everything that we said in that, we brought out Connick, we found All right, a we're coming, we're coming down, Mary, to last minute. I just want to say before we, we sign off on this, I think the biggest threat, General McInerney, Mike and Mary, is not Iran and, and these nuclear weapons and all this other stuff with Iran, Ukraine and Russia. The biggest threat we have is the invasion of our country, the coup that took place in our country. And we have to solve what's going on in our own country right now, because it won't matter how many weapons go around the world. Right now, we have stuff that's going down in our country that is internal sabotage. That's the main event right now. I want to say I want to thank you for bringing us back on. But we only got a minute to go. No, thank you for joining us. And I would agree 
It's um, as we've so often said, and in fact, that you informed me, Michael Savage, borders, language, culture, culture. We are being dismantled. It's, this is going to be Babylon. No one will understand one another. And our, if you have no borders, you have no country. And that's what they are doing to this country. Dr. Mike, final word. Yeah, my final word is we should find a, 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 a governor in a red state that was willing to reform his militia. The militia is still part of the Constitution. They never bothered to erase it, but they say it doesn't exist anymore. It's still part of the Second Amendment. And I think if one, one uh, Republican governor started uh, to do that, others would follow. And of course, the militia was always intended in the first instance to repel the federal government and its standing military. So uh, I, that's my idea for the day. It's probably a lousy one, but that's it. I don't know. That's it's the U.S. Constitution. That's what we depend upon. General McInerney, a quick close. We are facing a very serious situation in America's history. The most serious threats we've ever faced. They're from domestic enemies. Wake up, America. Take our country back again. God bless you all. I couldn't agree more. God bless us because we desperately need it. So to our audience, thank you for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. Mm -hmm.